This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and are you even alive if you aren't constantly buying makeup shades that don't match your skin and then missing the return window? (laughs) <laughs> so many i have so many that don't oh match. no <laughs> uh i'm brandy posey and don't worry i ordered my dog a raincoat so it will never rain again yay <laughs> i'm tess barker and everything is crumbling around us but at least we know about orange wine now <laughs> <laughs> and this is lady to lady can you keep a secret neither can we <laughs> What is orange wine? Um, it's, it's orange wine. Orange wine. It's really <laughs> delicious. Okay, so real talk, it's probably just like not that different than rosé, but it's orange. Is it made with oranges? I think it's just colored the orange. Grape is, yeah, like something about the, I think someone who knows more about wine than me would know this, but I think the skins, something about the skins like tints it orange. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit it's in the rose family, but it's its own like funky yeah cousin. Mm, okay, yeah. I was we were um, having like a making like a big Italian meal the other night, and Adam was like, "Let's get red wine." And I, if you listen to Babstinence, I did drink for my fortieth like trip with my friends, but I haven't been since then. And I'm trying to like figure out where I'm at with it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, wh- why can't we just come on? Why can't we just serve it with like a Dr. Pepper? What's wrong with that? <laughs> he was just like so offended. <laughs> he was like, he's like, can you imagine like if you went to the sommelier, you know, to somebody in like Italy and we're like, yeah. <laughs> what do you have that's like Dr. Pepper notes? There probably is a really awesome expensive wine that has Dr. Pepper as one of its tasting. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lampy has a joke about about that, about somebody being like, I want something effervescent, but like fruity. But then she's like, just get a fucking Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> get a damn soda. <laughs> um, but I would go for a fucking soda sommelier at a, at a you know, a restaurant. I'm down. I Come mean... S- come over and serve me a cherry coke yeah, yeah. the wise do you variety need one though do you need one yeah what if there's someone i don't know somebody i don't know about what yeah. soda do you not what soda would you ever need explained to you <laughs> but there's probably some i haven't had before oh I'm yeah like a, some kind of fancy kind you okay. know like okay i've been you know all the fancy ones that they have at like whole foods that i've never yeah, had. yeah, I've been yeah, the, yeah. Co- the coca-cola museum's soda room has probably hundreds of them from around the world mm-hmm. that yeah, i don't do. you know i don't know yeah. most of them a lot of french sodas that was my favorite uh then, country then we're so getting fancy yes yeah, yeah. Well, I think <laughs> the, thing the, the thing with the sommelier is like even if you know a lot about wine like i i 
I'm interested in wine. I read about it. I like it. I like, I, I'd say I'm definitely like, it's one of my, it's one of my hobbies. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> you still look at a wine list and like, you don't know all the wines and it's such a, it can be like, you can be throwing down like kind of a lot of money. Yeah. So that's yeah. why the Somali is like invite, like, do I want to spend $200 on this wine? Mm. <laughs> right yeah. Now, yeah. Do I want to spend 450 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a soda flight. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Brandy had a cold ooh, brew flight. Yeah. Cold brew flight. Oh, yeah. Flight in uh, Indian, uh, Indiana. And it was delicious. Um, highly recommend serving more things in flights. I just want a sample. We all want a little taste. We all want a little taste. I yes. love a sampler. I fucking because I like it's so nice to not have to commit. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A little bit of everything. I mm-hmm. want a Thanksgiving. I like a Thanksgiving plate. Ver- like, give yeah. me a little bit of everything and then I feel full. Mm-hmm. E- exactly. <laughs> exactly. Even like, yeah, I just, I want every, even like a, if I get in a soda, I honestly just want a little soda. The little cans. That's little all, cans, perfect. That's perfect. The amount, perfect. the amount yeah. of bubbles I'm ever looking for. That should be the standard can because if you don't finish your soda, then what? You got to dump it out somewhere. Ugh. It's like a dick move. You can't put it in the recycling until you dump it out. Yeah, That's yeah. why I always get like kids meals usually at um fast mm-hmm. food places because I'm like perfect size. Yeah. I love a kid's meal because like the best. The best because like it has a quesadilla usually. It kind of mm-hmm. has. Yeah. And, and like a lot of times, how come adults can't get apple slices with our lunches? I don't know. I, I think you can. I think you just have to ask for it instead. Oh. But then like you're naturally like, well, it just goes with the kids thing. So yeah. 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 More apple slices, everybody. Um, yes, more apple slices for everybody. Um, also, I don't know how to transition to this, but I have tour dates. <laughs> apple slices, tour dates. Apple snapples, apple smoothies. Yes. There it is. <laughs> um, this weekend, I am in Austin, Texas, headlining at the Velve, which is on 6th Street, uh, come out on the 19th and 20th. And then um, in Portland on June 3rd, I am recording in my album. Uh, my next album, uh, it's going to be the Clinton yay. Clinton Street Theater. Uh, it's going to be really fun. Um, go to my shit for tickets and help me sell it out. It's a 200 seater. Uh, if you are seeing, if you if you are a fan of me whatsoever, this is the thing to come to in Portland. And it would mm-hmm. really mean the world to me for you to be there. So please do that. Thank you. So say that date again, June 2nd? June 3rd. June 3rd. June 3rd. Saturday, Saturday, June 3rd, Portland, Oregon, Clinton Street Theater for Kickstand Comedy. We're doing it, baby. Come on out. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And go see all of our dates on our website, Mm ladytoladycomedy.com. And uh, also, we've got our No Slumber Party on June 25th, where we're going to stay up all night being crazy, doing fun stuff. We're going to live stream it and you can join in on the fun if you're a patron. So go to patreon.com slash lady to lady to find out all about that. So excited. People are sending us stuff in the mail. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Do you think we should do a, I might do a, well, I'm not going to tell you guys. (laughs) Oh. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I might do it. I might do a training run for this. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, you're oh, gonna pull you're gonna, it all oh, later. Like I might time. do it. All, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, That's, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You, you got it. How many full nighters do you pull? Like one every few months at least. If that's right? what you yeah. have to call it, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Please give us updates from. You need yeah. to film yourself at different points during the night. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> so what a fun uh, episode we had mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Just a gem of a guest. 
He is a comedian and he's got a podcast called Stradio Lab where you can listen to anywhere podcasts are found. Please enjoy our hang with George Severus. Oh my God. Uh, let's just jump in hanging out with our guests because we've already been chatting and I'm very excited to hang out with him more. George Severus, <laughs> hi. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us all the way from, as you said, the future, Brooklyn. That's right. New York. It's, yes. it's Don't tell whole, Brooklyn they're the future. It's three whole hours ahead here. Wow. <laughs> Does anything crazy happen? And I need Joe to Biden know. has been reelected, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't put me that much into the future. I can't. My brain can't handle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready to deal with it. You could cryogenically sleep And he's sleep aging me in then. reverse. Woo! <laughs> yes. He's got Benjamin Buttons. Yeah. He's He's actually yeah. a 12-year-old boy. We figured out the science, and he's going to be president forever. <laughs> the presidential Botox person has the That's hardest right. NDA of all. Oh, my, oh my God. God. There, I mean, you're joking, but like there must... I, okay, let's be real. Obama got Botox, right? Yeah. Like, I think every president who's been able to, yeah. or yeah, every yeah. politician. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. I just thought Obama because he's like the best looking one, but like, I mean, I don't want to admit that Trump gets the same treatment as me, but... <laughs> <laughs> but like that's gotta be like there's a nurse who goes through secret service goes through security i know mm -hmm. there's a there's an episode of veep where she gets like a brow lift and then <laughs> she for whatever reason has to be on camera but she looks like she has like a black eye so she has to like do the i don't know i think she like wears sunglasses for, for in, to like announce that people have been killed or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I love that show. <laughs> but no, it really is like sort of the last taboo. I mean, we barely even know what happens with celebrities, let alone the president in yeah. terms of face that's, stuff. That's true. That's true. And like, I mean, yeah, you're right because we might be talking about filler and like also like they're really tired. Like they've got to yeah. be filling stuff in. They're like 90 years old and they're not sleeping. It's true. Yeah. I can I say, and maybe this is gonna be offensive. <laughs> Go on. This is not a good start to a sentence. I just I've been <laughs> watching a lot of Love Island, right? So I'm seeing a lot of young people with uh, you know, yeah. work done. Mm -hmm. And I am I'm getting over lip fillers. I'm getting I'm I'm starting yeah. to get really sick of them and I'm like I just don't yes. like the same faceness of it. You know Oh my god, I thought you meant like you got lip fillers and you are and they're like setting in and you're getting <laughs> No, no, I mean I'm sick of, I'm starting to be sick of seeing them on people's faces just as a like everyone looking the same. Type oh, totally. Yeah. Thing. The, the face know? is it's all really, the same now. It's creepy. I sort of um I had stopped watching Vanderpump on like season five, maybe. And I recently. I'm currently on season five. Well, okay. So I sort of, I was just with my family for two weeks and really got right back. I was like, I'm going to watch yeah. season five and watch season six. Um, and then someone was like, you know, seven through nine are like not very good. So I was like, fine, I'll skip to 10. And the different, like to see them already, like pretty Botox up in like yeah. five yeah, and yeah, six. Yeah. Oh and my then God. And to jump to season 10 was like a huge shock. That's a shock. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you don't see your niece for two years and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah they're reading chapter books. Like I what? Mean, Tom Sandoval looks like he is in constant shock. Like someone just told him his dog died. <laughs> he kind no, of wait. always did too. You yeah. said that this was because of hanging out with your family. What is the context? But just that they oh, all I watch just mean, it. Like literally, oh, you gotta like, watch TV with your family. I, what else? I you was, do? No, Talk? I wasn't. <laughs> to be clear, we weren't watching as a family. I was just like, you know, I, I was like at their house and going. I see. To, 
like retreating to my bedroom every night after dinner and just sort of yes. watching three episodes by myself. Yeah. Well, because here's yeah. the thing about VPR. It goes down like a fucking fine wine. I know. <laughs> and and you know what? I'm like, I'm really not a huge reality TV person. And if anything, um, sometimes I feel a sense of su- superiority about that where I'm like, uh. I'm like, mm-hmm. everyone stop talking about how reality shows are like Shakespeare. They're not. Read a book. And then, yeah. and then like, I, and so I really like, one of the reasons I stopped watching Vanderpump is because I really felt like it was melting my brain. And mm-hmm. then as I like dipped my toes back into it, I was like, <laughs> this is, you know, I'm better now. Like I will not get addicted to this. <laughs> and then truly three episodes in, I was like, this is the most, this is the biggest masterpiece of the 21st century. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying wow. that. Yeah. <laughs> deserve a little brain melting in this day and age no it's true it's true it's true true. i felt my so my vanderpump addiction came well because i like when things are popular and i saw everyone talking about scandal and i was like well i I need to know what this is about i'm willing to put in five thousand hours hours. of research just to find out what this story is about uh (laughs) and yeah i came into housewives by way of doing like really brain breaking like actual hard work Totally. And it just felt so good to like rinse off the old brain cells at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. I think a big part of me was I I did all I did uh Housewives of New York during the pandemic and it was like during the worst part of lockdown. I really just watched the entire thing and then oh, yeah. I think it like brings me back to that time and I think that's why I haven't been able to go back to Housewives. Mm, that makes fair sense. Enough. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I, I, I've only watched Housewives of Salt Lake because that's where I grew up. And um, I will say just shout out to Heather Gay's uh, fucking company. I went to go get a facial from her <laughs> beauty la- lab and laser and it was incredible. So wow. was it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was so good. My skin looked go. amazing. Like my skin looked amazing for like months. Wow, so. it's so rare that a housewife company is, is <laughs> like a legit is legitimate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't just like some kind. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I were to ever try like Bethany's salad dressings, they would be like radioactive. <laughs> yeah, true that girl. True that. Yeah, but I guess Skinny Girl. I did have like a friend. Like when was Skinny Girl Margaritas was a thing? Like what ten years ago? I had a friend that had a Costco membership, and she was just always buying cases of the Skinny Girl Margs. I mean, that that's a huge company. She is that yeah. a house. Yeah, and they okay. were not good, but they did work. Is it related <laughs> to the skinny menu at um, Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. <laughs> Are they? I don't, Nan, she should have should done be. a collab with, with them, but I don't know if she did. Oh my God. Well, also- apparently she made so much money on Skinny Girl that now there is something called a Bethany Clause in Bravo contracts or whatever. I mean, at least this is a rumor where now Bravo has to get some percentage of the proceeds of whatever business is is like launched during a show because Mm -hmm. Bethany did launch it herself and it's a true like, she is really like a self-made, Yeah, I don't know how much money she has. Uh, Yeah, a million million percent. And like, do you guys follow her on TikTok? I actually really like her on TikTok. No, I I don't don't follow any of those people. Don't you feel, I hate to use this word because it's so overused, but there is something unhinged about her video content. A million percent. That's why, isn't that why people are watching? No, I know, but there's something weird where it's like, Bethany was always like her one. She was the businesswoman. Like, she's not like the crazy, kooky, whatever. And then she just like, I mean, it really is like her spreading misinformation. (laughs) She's just sort of like, she's like, so here's what's going on with the Met Gala. Kim was not invited. And it's like, you don't know that. You're making it up. (laughs) 
I think that's, that's most why of I what like people it. do. Yeah. 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 Um, as a weird, a weird cheesecake factory reality show crossover, I was watching. So Love is Blind was supposed to have this like live finale. They completely fucked it up and people were waiting for hours. And I was watching the Instagram live of Love is Blind while they kept being like, it's about to happen. And <laughs> in the comments was all brands, all the brand Oh my god! People were like those on the live teenage ambassadors. Yeah, and that are Cheesecake running those Factory's person was working overtime, and they were in there being like, "This is a longer wait than our menu." They were saying shit like that. I was like, "Oh, I want to fucking die right piece now." Piece of art that. <laughs> It, it sums was, up so much about us. It was insane. It was truly insane. Also, I feel like that was a hat on a hat because, like, the Cheesecake Factory just has a long wait. Yeah. Right, right. The well, they don't want to reference that, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot. It was just brands, like, talking to each other in the comments of the live. It was it a weird was, moment. Yeah. I, at this point, we're so many years into that sort of environment on Instagram, and yet it's still jarring to see comments and have, like, you know, Carl's Jr. being like, it's the sauce for me. Like, (laughs) that's the perfect summation of all of those comments. (laughs) A million percent. And it also like adds another layer layer of dystopia when you know it's like probably your friend tweeting exactly. Carl's Jr. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Your like super talented friend who has like a degree in American literature is coming up with. Well, I know. I, I I won't say her name because I don't because uh, I don't want to blow her spot. But there's a comedian that I know that maybe you guys know too. That is the social media person for McDonald's. Mm. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's good money. What a wild job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like Steakum is my favorite because whoever is running their account has just been given the green light to just shout about revolution from the Steakums <laughs> account at all times. Oh wait, what is Steakum? What's a Steakum? I thought uh, you would lo- you would. No, no, steakum is like uh the that like real thin kind of gray steak that you got in um lunch in, in middle school but it's that like also a, somehow is a it's sandwich. It's like a brand of steak or a, I guess I hey, steak is, is too strong of a word. Steak is <laughs> okay. way it's too a strong brand of a word. Meat, meat brand. Yeah, it's a very weird like 1950s like meat situation. Um that's like not very good, but it does have like a nostalgicness to it. Probably got like some kind of audience. Oh, when they're yeah, like in reality, sure. Steakums, you would give up if you really believed in this because you're bad for the environment. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like literally on Steakums Twitter, uh, April 18th, tax day, happy tax day. The only major holiday that the education system doesn't do anything to help you prepare for. Like, <laughs> oh my God. yeah, like, it's a sort of like it, the Steakum thing is a sort of like social media. If you know, you know, like people right, follow it right. just because it's funny. I think mm-hmm. the guy that. Uh, does the social for it has written uh, God I wish I remembered I think he at once wrote like an op-ed about the experience of being like a viral account I, I think it's like it's it, I actually it's funny I didn't know it was still going on I sort of thought by this point they would have stopped him no he's wow. still he's still out in these streets just well, like calling for the heads of billionaires from the Steakum account it's beautiful <laughs> but now they can't stop him if it's become like a cult sensation oh yeah right. you gotta yeah. that I mean, I do wonder if it results in sales at all. No part of me would ever, per- no. even Google what it Steakum is. It doesn't seem like these Steakums <laughs> actual people who are buying it and the ones who enjoy those tweets. I don't think that that overlaps. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Fair enough. But like, no offense to Steakum, but if you're a Steakum, I feel like you got to take what you can get. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, totally. Hey, yeah, we're yeah. talking about them. We're, t- we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're Steakums. 
Yeah, the they podcast. know what's up. <laughs> so, oh George, you have a podcast. Yes. <laughs> Thank God you mentioned it finally. <laughs> Stradio Lab, maybe right, my yes. favorite pun podcast name ever and thank you so much we were recently someone recently was like is it pronounced stratio lab and i'm like what "Mm, think about it for one second (laughs) like sometimes i'll and sometimes i'll you know i'll hear an ad for radio lab the actual famous podcast that the the pun is based on and i'm sort of like oh my god i can't believe that still exists like don't they know about stratio lab (laughs) (laughs) um but yes it is called stratio lab i host it with sam taggart who's a great comedian and each episode is about a different element of straight culture. So we have a comedian guest on, and or comedian or other guest on, and they sort of uh, bring a topic. And sometimes they're sort of like down to earth, like football or mm-hmm. you know prom or fraternities. And then sometimes they're a little more high concept. Like one of my favorites that we've ever done is um, overhead lighting. <laughs> oh yeah, that's very funny. Someone came being like, "I'm going to talk about this specifically." Yeah, yeah, and honestly, one of our best episodes. Um, oh my god! <laughs> like, as a straight, to have the self awareness to know that overhead lighting is a straight totally. issue. Yeah, yes. off. I yeah, mean, they, was, that's a person that's uh, done some work. I like exactly. It. <laughs> Shout out Claire Carasillo, my old uh, coworker when I worked at Gawker. She did all of Gawker's Royals coverage and various other things. She's like one of the funniest people, and she came prepared. And I gotta say, <laughs> that's really, incredible. Really we were talking before recording about how you've never seen Friday Night Lights, and I feel like that's a complete that's a big one. That's yeah, a big one. culture because that combines like heteronormativity and football. Yes, <laughs> it, heteronormativity, football, sort of like it is very much like sports are like the straight version of chosen family in a way. You know, like <laughs> yes. you know, gay people have you know their their chosen family that they found after they were rejected from home and then straight people have their football team that they get brain injuries with. So I think <laughs> yes. there's a lot there. It's really true. And I mean, we should also mention, of course, women's sports, very gay. Yes, very much. Yes. So shout I mean, out we, to them. This is, this is something gay. that we it's always weird. run into with our little theories because we like to theorize about straight culture versus gay culture. <laughs> and every time we have a queer woman guest on, she's like, Everything you're saying is wrong because what you think is straight is just like what lesbians do. (laughs) (laughs) So lesbian culture is straight culture is straight. Yeah, like we had an episode that was about like home repairs, and it's like right. (laughs) So, (laughs) adopting cats. Um, Yeah, yeah. I I married into a sport. I married into football. My husband's like a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. And you're so right. Like, and and, and Philadelphia Eagles fans are like notoriously terrible. Yeah. But I do feel like a kinship and a bonding and dare I say an obligation. Totally, totally. When I find out someone else is an Eagles fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. It's interesting because the only sport I follow is tennis. And to me, I'm like... I feel like tennis is very gay because you're almost you, because you're following individual players or like pop stars. You're like, what are they going to wear? Right. Like, what yeah, era yeah. are they in? <laughs> 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 you know, Anna Wintour is there. Okay, like, is this the Met Gala? You know, yes. whereas whereas football, you're like, all right, we're tailgating. Why is this hot dog cooked in the back of a truck? <laughs> it's, a, it's a sort of different vibe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, tennis is definitely way more elevated than the other sports. Mm-hmm. And cu- I mean, probably the cutest outfits, right? Yeah, like, they all look outfits. cute. And Beyonce oh. goes. I'm just thinking yeah. about Beyonce's friendship with Serena Williams right now. I think about that a lot. 
Like those are the only two people that can probably understand each other in the world. Power yeah. friends. No, it's very true. Oh. <laughs> um, and and speaking of Serena Williams, like another reason tennis is very gay to me is because in fact the most recognizable player in the last twenty years is a woman, which you can say for pretty much any other sport. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We count it gay gay sport tennis. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> figure skating. Figure skating. I no. think you're right. You're right. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. That true. might be the only the only other one. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a hot weather and a cold weather. <laughs> but, but also cute outfits and figure skating. Yeah. Very cute. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to be really obsessed with um that one figure skater, Scott. What's his name? He's like balding. Hamilton? Scott Hamilton. Yeah. I, I went to the like the Smuckers live on Smuckers on Ice like thing. Tell me you grew up in Salt Lake without telling me you grew up in Salt Lake. (laughs) Formative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was great. Even the sporting events are essentially sponsored by white bread. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. What are some other have you been like introduced to anything you love on the the podcast that you wouldn't have before? um, That's a good question. (sighs) Let's see. I mean, one thing we keep coming back to, which I think is sort of fun, is that like the most straight things are things that are almost gay. Like when you think about fraternities, mm-hmm. it's like this is the plot of like a gay porn. Like they're all yeah. they're all about <laughs> to kiss at any given time. Mm-hmm. And yet it is the most like toxically straight thing out there. Like we did an episode where the straight topic, this was with Sabrina Wu, the straight topic was homoeroticism. Like homoeroticism is the <laughs> most straight thing. It's like going almost there, but not quite all the way. Yes. <laughs> like that's like not wrong. That's I don't know. True. That's sort of, sort of one of my favorite things that we keep coming back to. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Um, recently, like we did an episode about math with Josh Sharp. Like math is a straight topic, <laughs> and I think we were sort of like, I think one of the points he made was that theoretical math is gay because it beca- it almost is so. It's sort of like ventures into philosophy at that point where you're like debating mm-hmm. the nature of um you know existence but mm-hmm. then like arithmetic is straight because it is very rigid yes. it's very to the point you're like two plus two <laughs> equals four and if you don't agree with that like you are being deported <laughs> you know yeah so there's not a spectrum so that, in arithmetic. yeah there's not a spectrum right. exactly <laughs> so that was one um what are other ones we've done recently I don't know what we do. You guys have like I. It's I feel like it's a fun question to ask. Like, what would your like straight topic be? Um, like mine probably... was we, I, we were recently like mm-hmm. uh, I, we were Sam and I were talking like what would ours be? And I was thinking like advertising as an art form, like the concept of like like Mad Men, like people mm-hmm. being like taking advertising really seriously and thinking it deserves awards from an an award box. Oh my god, is that not the truth? Like you meet people who work in actual comedy and they're like, ah, my dumb job, I jerked off and got pizza, like I do nothing, and they actually are crafting like amazing jokes. Mm-hmm. The people that work in advertising act like they're working like on the on fucking. Yeah. A Neil Simon play. Like they're so (laughs) proud of themselves. They think they're so creative and they're so high up on how fucking creative they are. So I think that's a hundred percent. Yeah. My, my brain, when you said straight topic, I said, I thought, you know, I could, I have a lot to say about Sephora. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. Thank you. Mm, that's a really good one. We did a really good episode about Victoria's Secret that I felt like really opened my eyes to things. Just Mm. like how formative it was for, you know, women our age when they were teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sephora is sort of like 
the yeah the skincare makeup equivalent of that yeah it comp it's it, they're both kind of selling you this unattainable dream that you can live in and smell and touch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like usually when I go into Sephora though there is like a man in makeup working yeah <laughs> that's, that's fair, true. That's fair. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's true. But I mean, that might, be t- in my mind, that's a little bit more Mac. Mac is a little oh, bit right. more clear. Yes, that's true. Yeah. But then yeah. it's also like, all right, then you talk to that man in makeup and you're like, what are your opinions about women? <laughs> yeah, because sometimes the gay men in makeup are actually more toxic. Ding, ding. <laughs> I think my straight topic would be the Beastie Boys. Because that is a, they're I mean, very that's straight. Perfect, that's yeah. a perfect straight topic. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say scow punk in general, because that's kind of my yeah. whole Definitely. my whole vibe. Although I would make the argument that it's actually extremely diverse, but the more like as it is known from the outside. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Like we were thinking about hiking as a topic and we were like, okay, that is so straight. Like but then you're sort of like or is it? I mean, I don't know. It it depends on which. I mean, maybe the Patagonia, you know, Patagonia brand yes. of hiking is. But then, um, I'm sure there is a rich tradition of, you know, Scandinavian communes going hiking together. <laughs> we hope, <laughs> of course. I mean, there's always going to be. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, we've all been to Runyon. Uh, <laughs> that is straight. That specifically, you could do one just about Runyon. Because yeah, Runyon actually, Canyon is very straight. I even think, though Runyon Canyon is full of beautiful, topless gay men, it's very straight. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. 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 Well, gay men, we talk about this all the time. Gay men are the straight people of the LGBTQ plus spectrum. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah, men. Yeah. And then, and then straight women are the are the LGBT of straight people. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we have the alliance. Exactly. (laughs) All right, I've got some charts to make. We'll be back in a second. Yeah, it's really complicated. Let me know. I can send you a document. Thank you. We'll be back in a minute. BRB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm George Severus. <laughs> Hi, George. <laughs> Hello. Um, okay, we're going to play a game to get to know you a little bit better. It's called MySpace. Incredible. Okay, so you remember the MySpace bulletins? This is the questions from that. Um, Ooh, okay. Getting random quizzes. I'm so random and quirky. <laughs> um, have you ever been caught doing something you weren't supposed to do? I'm sure I have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am. I, I am. Uh, I am remembering. This is so humiliating. I. Um, <laughs> In high school, when we would run around the track or whatever, I would <laughs> I would hide behind like a shed that was there, smoke a cigarette, and just miss one of the cycles of the track, and then like come back for the other one and be like, "Wow, fourth one! Everyone on their fourth one, yeah." 
<laughs> and I do think at one point maybe I was maybe I was caught doing that. That is so funny. <laughs> so you were cool. Here's the thing. No. Like that that's that's what's so tragic about all of this is like I I was just unathletic. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no one was seeing him smoke the cigarette, so he couldn't be cool yeah, if no one exactly. was seeing it in That's action. true. <laughs> Where did you I, grow up, George? So I, um, when I was younger, I lived in New Jersey, but then when I was 13, my family, my family's Greek, and we moved back to Greece when I was um, oh, wow. 13. So I went to high school in like a Greek-speaking Greek school in Athens. Which Whoa. sort of puts the smoking in a in a different <laughs> light. Okay, Whoa. okay, I'm reframing yeah. everything, and now yeah. I need to know like what is the social strata at an Athens high school? Like, right. tell me about the cliques. I want to know everything. Yeah, Athens <laughs> high. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I would say when I was in high school. I mean, I hate to blow everyone's spot, but I, I really do feel like money was the um, elephant in the room. It was. Mm. I remember being like. Someone telling me like, oh, those are the popular girls. And me being like, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Like they're, you know, sort of fine. Like they range from, you know, stunning to normal looking. It wasn't, it wasn't mm -hmm. like in America where the popular girls are always like the ones that look like, you know, Amanda yeah, like Seyfried or whatever. Housewives. And then come to find out it was because they were like the richest girls. So mm -hmm. I, I feel like, I feel like that was a sort of uh, an unwritten thing. Um, mm -hmm. Another thing is there's no drinking age in Greece, so I was able to, mm. you know, go to a club and order a, I don't know, a screwdriver <laughs> when I was like <laughs> yeah. 13. Um, but Whoa. I was like, you know, I was this sort of like pudgy, closeted kid, and it's like I probably looked even worse than if I just played Magic the Gathering. Like it is so, it is so like humiliating to be like, you know, have not gone through puberty yet, have like a little mustache that I hadn't shaved yet and be like smoking a cigarette and drinking a mixed drink at a club. Like you look so much more pathetic than if you just were a normal teenager. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and you didn't, it was smoke, I'm assuming smoking was fine too. Legally. Smoking was like, well, so I think Greek people have made a lot of strides since then, but at the time Greece was literally the number one country of smokers per capita. Like it was, wow. it was, wow. you would smoke indoors. It was everyone, um, it was it was very sort of uh, just very commonplace. But then, like, was it? Maybe it wasn't as cool then. Like, oh, sure, it was definitely not like. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. Like, I was not right. a bad boy for smoking. Right. Okay. I okay. did. I do remember starting when I first did it. It was like, oh, it's a way to fit in because I was. I felt very American because I was coming from the U.S. and it was also sort of during the Bush years, so there was a lot of anti-American sentiment. And I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, guys, I'm not like those other Americans. I'm Greek. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would die to see some of the outfits you wore out to these clubs because oh they must. <laughs> well, you know what it was. I was talking about this the other day. Like, so when I went back to Greece in the U.S., preppy was on its way out. So mm. I was like, I you know, it was no longer cool to wear like Abercrombie and like layered yeah. polos and stuff. But then in Greece, all those things made you seem so worldly because you had been to America. So mm. I had to like fish out my old like Abercrombie t-shirts and I would wear those and that would be really oh, cool. Oh, wow. That's so wow. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great hack though. Yeah. When, your, when your wardrobe's getting old, just move to Greece. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Man, so you, I assume you were fluent with Greek before you yeah, went over there? Yeah, Greek was my first okay. language because I spoke it at home. But we had moved to the States when I was, 
I think in second grade. So, I mean, you know, second grade through eighth grade, which was which were the years I lived in New Jersey, are very formative years. And I basically by that point had felt like, you know, yes, I'm Greek, but I'm sort of like, yeah. I'm a Greek American person with immigrant parents. Like that's how I felt. And then when we moved back to Greece, it was like, oh, I'm back. Like right. I'm now fully Greek. I'm a Greek ass Greek right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Here's another question. Are you too shy to ask someone out? Ooh, um, <laughs> that is a great question. No, I can, I think I can get there. I'm not like the most forward person with that kind of stuff, but I can I can get there at this point in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like if the vibe is there, it's like. Mm-hmm. But man, I have <laughs> remembering one time when I swore I thought this guy wanted to make out, and like we were all in a group of people, and I asked him for a, a ride home. And then I literally was like, okay, well, we know what's going to happen now. And he was like, yeah. what? <laughs> I know. I am and so I like swore yeah. he was giving me like the look the whole time. Totally. I was so <laughs> wrong. It was awful. And I never would like be that forward, like be that. Like I was just yeah. like, I'm going to, you know what? This is obviously happening. Like I'm just going to do it. And it was, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. need to go back to that the the note like do you like me yes no before I know yeah. that kind of it's, it, it's weird it's also just like you know you would think at some point you learn all the different ways humans can interact like you're like okay I'm in my thirties <laughs> like at this point I should sort yeah. of have a shorthand no um, well, the rules keep changing babe <laughs> yeah and it can go the opposite way too where you thought exactly. someone was just your bro obviously and then they thought you were their hoe and it's... yeah hi. Okay, George, what's the first thing you notice about the opposite sex? About the opposite sex? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, let me think. If I see a new woman, what is the first thing I notice about <laughs> a her? A new woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hate to be so shallow, but I do notice clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, of I course. would say like this is so silly, but I feel like over the last couple of years, there's been a sort of. Sh- I mean, I this is not my own um, original idea, but there's just been a shift of people going from wearing like skinny pants to wearing sort of more wide-legged pants. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for a while, it was like one of the things I would notice was like, okay, has she gotten the memo? <laughs> or is she still wearing skinny pants? <laughs> and not just with women I noticed that with men too but for whatever reason I don't know why that was such a sticking point because other things don't, I'm not like a super fashionable person and other things don't make an impression on me but for whatever reason I'll, if I see like a girl in like skinny jeans and like ballet flats I'm like she hasn't gotten we're actually past that <laughs> that's so funny I feel like I need you when I'm getting dressed in the morning or maybe you just I, go through I my closet I promise you you don't <laughs> I'm so like, I mean, I don't really have like, I only have like a few pair of pants I wear, but I definitely am sticking in skinny jeans. Like, especially as like a bigger girl, they just like the wide leg jeans. I I mean, I have some wide leg pants that I like that look good on me, but like, I can't, it's just, it does not work sometimes. Yeah. Also, can we, because I, in women's fashion right now, uh, they're, they're trying to shoehorn low rise jeans. Onto oh, it's not trying to bring been that saying back. that for so long, though. It's yeah, but like pants shopping right now is a disaster. Yeah, I've tracked yeah. down. I'm she's not a sponsor, but Khloe Kardashian's jean company 
is so fucking flattering. Looks so fucking hot. Wait, what is and it called? It's called American. Oh yeah, Good I've American. tried. I tried them before. I did not. Well, work out. I found the only existing pair of high rise flares, which are like <laughs> supposedly so off trend right now. The amount of compliments I'm getting on these jeans, you guys. Yeah, the thing is, if something looks good on you, it looks good on you. And yeah, not, yeah. It's not like about, no, someone's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Or is it time to put the fabric back in the butt of pants? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, but like George said, everyone says the lower is happening, but I haven't really seen it that much. I've seen like a little bit of it. It's almost like, because at this point, it's been like a full two years of people being like, <laughs> of, true. of people being the whale like, tail. no, we are not going back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of wide leg, but I'm seeing a lot of wide leg, a lot of boyfriend. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not yeah, a lot I of did see, so But I guess I live, we're... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I live really close to a um, very expensive private school. And so I see a lot of, like, kids, you know, sort of uh, cool looking. Yeah. I was about to say hot kids, please do not. <laughs> the fancy <laughs> children. Yeah, you know, fancy, yeah. fancy okay. teens. Yeah. And so I was walking behind this girl and she was wearing low-rise true religion jeans and a sort of like spaghetti strap yeah that uh, is top and i was up? like whoa like we really are just doing this yeah wow. no i saw some yeah. kids across the street the other day who had the spaghetti strap tank tops and low-rise baggy pants and I was damn like, all yeah. right here we are <laughs> I like there's like a group of skateboard kids in our neighborhood that have gotten out like old video cameras. Like they're not using their phones anymore. They're like shooting on like the cameras from the 90s. And yeah. that really warms my heart a lot. Yeah, it's it's cool to see some stuff like come back that's, you know, people get really interested in shit. I'll, I'll see a lot of TikToks, TikToks that are about like well-made old shit that's, yeah. you know, because obviously so much of our stuff is about consuming like garbage now. Yeah, the fact. So I do like when I'm like, okay, it's a good, that's a good vibe. Get into things that are, you know, mm -hmm. that are like you can recycle or whatever. But yeah. it is weird when you're like, that's, but that's my past. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? Am I no. a teenager again? It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I am, right? I yeah. Am. Yeah, always. I was also like, I've seen a lot of children wearing sublime shirts. Which of course, it's like so the Southern funny. California native in me is so proud. But then when we start actually like unpacking the lyrics of Sublime songs, it's probably good they don't know what the shirt means. <laughs> oh my god! I was, yeah, no, 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 canceled, canceled. Um, yeah, I was wearing. So I have like my favorite shirt, which is my Nirvana shirt that has Owen Wilson on it, and mm -hmm. you know, instead of Kurt Cobain, and I. This I was I was at the airport and I like was getting fucking Chinese food or something and the guy at the register just looks at my shirt and goes, Is that the guy is that the guy with the baby dick? Is that the no. baby dick? And I was like <laughs> And he was talking about like the Nirvana yeah, guy who and I was yeah. just like can you stop saying baby dick at me, stranger? I don't know you. It, he said it like four times. And I was just like, uh. And I was like, it's Owen Wilson. <laughs> it's such a I mean, that is a double-edged sword of wearing any kind of funny t-shirt. Yeah. Is that yeah. you're like, okay, this is so fun. I can't wait to go out and like get some conversation started. And then the weirdest person ever in the world is going to come up to you and keep saying baby dick. <laughs> yes. That is on me. Because, I, yeah, I'm not like a... I don't have any other shirts where I'm like, this is funny. Look at, the, you totally. know, but this one I like yeah. loved and it is, I do love it. But you're right. I guess I, I was like opening the door for that. Yeah. I've always felt, this is a sort of inside joke with myself, but I've always felt it would be funny to 
I still have my legalized gay t-shirt from like 2008 yes. when I, because oh, yeah. I happened to be living in California at the time and it was the, you know, Prop 8. Yeah. And I'm like, it would be funny to wear that as a vintage tee now. Just oh. like walking around with <laughs> a legalized gay American Apparel t-shirt. <laughs> oh, but it's American Apparel. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was their whole it thing. Was a, it was an American Apparel original. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Deal. You could definitely put that on Poshmark first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have three American Apparel hoodies that I wear very sparingly because they still are my favorite hoodie that I've ever found and I've never found I mean, anybody that has made yeah. it it's well just made. as good it's, it was I, mel- well made stuff I still have mine too it just was a sex predator making it yeah. and yeah it's what it is whose like cement mansion I, is close to me or the one he used to live in oh, and really? it's oh. and it's like made of cement because he's scared of fires <laughs> oh my god well honestly go I off mean, <laughs> yeah. fair so sometimes I'll be walking and I can see it on the top of the hill and I'm like there it is. Well, now I no know where can... to go if there's a fire. I'm just going to show up. <laughs> yes. Be like, get out In the way. In our hoodies. Yeah. yeah I'll be like, loyal like... customer here. Can I? <laughs> yeah. I bought this house. <laughs> get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> George, what's your favorite day of the year? Oh, um, great question. Um, hmm. What is my favorite day of the year? I mean, maybe I'll say there's like no non-cliche answer. Maybe I'll say like the first day you can wear shorts. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because it's like I I'm a so again, because of my famous Greek heritage, I am a big like, you know, if it's summer, I need to be on a beach and yes. I need to be like in a bathing suit. And so living in New York, as much as I love summer, it is so uncomfortable to have to be like in the subway and yeah. just like sp- in the humidity and sweating all day. And so I think that first like like the month of May when it's not raining is sort of the best time because you still you're anticipating the summer but it's not yet disgusting out. So mm-hmm. and then whereas my my birthday is July 21st and that is always the single hottest day of the year in New York. <laughs> oh god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. do you do usually? It's like every time I'm like, "Oh, it's summer. I'll have like a, you know, I'll go somewhere at some bar that has like outdoor seating and inevitably it's like people are fainting." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have Swimply there? That'd be harder, but we can like I don't even know. I don't even know. And you like, know, I'll say my other favorite day of the year is as I get older, I I really am becoming a holiday, like a Christmas person. I'm literally oh, like, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I want to open presents by the tree. We got I we got a tree for the first time. Like it was my first time as an adult buying my own tree this year. And Aww. I was so much in the holiday spirit that it would I I, I was I shocked myself. <laughs> I mean, Christmas is cute, and I think, like, you know, it can be thought of as a religious holiday, but let's be honest, it's a capitalist holiday, and we were totally. all raised in capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, time also just lately <laughs> shits, yeah, everyone's taking a break. That's a huge part of it, right? Like, yeah. where it's, like, a collective, like, oh, my God, I don't need to respond to shit totally. for a week. Yeah. And just, yeah, there's cute lights up. I mean, I think mm-hmm. uh, the, the older I get, the, definitely the more I get into it because, like, everything's so fucked up and, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, like, just give me some twinkly lights and, like, yeah. some shitty movies to watch. Yeah. yeah. Can I say, though, my beef with Christmas is 
I wish it was later in the winter because I personally detest winter and it yes. like the it blows. It'd be nice load. if it was at the end of winter. Yeah. 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 It's so fun. Sam, my co-host, always says this. He's like, it would that would fix so many things if you could spend all winter <laughs> at least looking forward to like a March first holiday or something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. No, that would be nice if it signified like, okay, spring is next. Because mm-hmm. it is and then you're just like, oh, two more months. Yeah. Um, just like bullshit. Like I think it's really we could swap it with Valentine's Day. Honestly, I think that would be a nice fix. Oh my god, let's get the fucking change.org petition going. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with Lady Problems. Everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm George. And it's everyone's favorite time, Lady Problems. Give us a phone call at 323-6-BUT-30, or you can email us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. question um i have a really close friend that i've been friends with for seven years um we met just after college we're both 30 now and we are just i love her so much i was just in her wedding recently but the issue is um money essentially she has always made more money than me she comes from a family that you know sent her to a private college um, out of state, whereas I had to take out loans to go to an in-state school, um, things like that. And she recently got married to someone who is like a trust fund type person, and I really like him. He's a sweetheart, but I just feel like now that we are both a little bit older, I see our lives kind of going in different directions, and it makes me feel like envious <laughs> in some ways of the life that she has, but I am still really happy with my life. Um, you know, it's just when I hang out with her, sometimes I, I find myself comparing myself to her and I don't want to grow apart from her. Like, you know, we live about a half hour away from each other, but we don't see each other that often. But when we do, I'm just like, fuck yes, this is my close friend. I love her to death. But um, I don't know. I was just wondering if you have any advice for like, maintaining close friendships when like your lives end up going in different directions and specifically around money I mean it hasn't really come up as an issue in our friendship but it's something that I am reflecting on and thinking you know as we keep getting older and growing how are we gonna stay close so any advice on this I'm sure you guys will someone will have an experience to share so I appreciate you all Um, love you guys so much thank you bye-bye Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough. I feel like (laughs) it's so fucked up, but like the silver, silver lining, quote unquote, to how hard everything is, is that like most of me, my friends are at the same level of 
money <laughs> ship. So like it's, you know, we're all like still, you know, hustling and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, um, so, yeah, that is hard. That's really hard to not be envious. Like, how do you not do that? You know, it's 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 very it's a very tough thing to I deal mean, with. I know I at least go through phases and this is more like with like professional envy, but I think there's a good comparison there where I I I I need to like I, I want to be happy for you all the time, but I don't want to like see your shit popping off mm. in my social media when I am like in a rough place. So I've like kind of not unfollowed, but like muted a lot of people. That way I like just go to their pages and I want to see what they're up to. But then it's more me like not having it kind of put in my face. Um so I feel like I'm like looking at things from like a more mentally healthy place. Totally. I feel like muting friends is a is one of those like taboos, but in fact, it it means nothing in terms of how you feel about them. It's just yeah. like you are controlling what you want to see. And if what you want to see is, you know, sort of like homemade tablecloths and nothing else, then that is valid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to see a bunch of puppies when I'm on social media, man. <laughs> you're not muting your real friend. You're muting their avatar. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I definitely grew up in Southern California and have always had friends that are richer than me. Um, so this is something I definitely have a lot of experience with. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you kind of correctly identified this as something that's about you sort of processing your own jealousy around it because it doesn't sound like the friend is doing anything that's like shitty or untoward to you or like rubbing her money in your face. And I don't know, my friends that have more money than me, I don't know that those relationships are super different than the friends that don't really. I mean, we do the same things. We go get our nails did or like go get a drink. I don't know. Like maybe they'd like to go to places that are a little bit spendier, but like the architecture of your friendship doesn't really need to change. Like all of the things that you guys have always done together. And that made you guys such good friends ostensibly are still kind of on the table. And I think your friend, if she's a good friend, is going to understand that you're not like, let's go to Ibiza this weekend situation. Totally. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. Or it's pay also, for it if you are. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there are also so many um, worse and more significant ways to grow apart that if you are able, if you still have a connection despite a you know a difference in the in tax bracket, that's actually a really good thing. Like there are mm-hmm. there there, it would be way worse if your friend was suddenly a right wing Trump supporter, or mm-hmm. if your friend yeah. was suddenly an anti vaxxer, or mm-hmm. if your friend like married someone you really didn't like. So I think um, no friendship is perfect, but it does sound like this is one of those problems that is very much like. Uh, what's the word? T- tolerable if you just like develop mm-hmm. the the right uh, way to to to, to be. Yeah, right to protect there. yourself mm-hmm. sometimes if yeah. you're really mm-hmm. feeling like yeah. vulnerable about it. And hey, let her pay for shit if she's offering. Yeah. You know, I yeah. no, like let her pay for everything. Obviously, I know you're not going to take advantage of it or something. But like, if she is is offering to ever pay for stuff, say yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's the benefit of if you are doing well, you know, in the moment, being able to like help out friends who maybe aren't like that is exactly. let her do that because, yeah, because I feel like that could ease some, you know, some tension for you in your head about it. Also, like you are a very valuable person in her life too, for, for a myriad of reasons, but also just like these rich people, they need people that can ground them. Like they need people around them that are like, that are living a real life and are like, have still have like issues and things to talk about to be like oh yeah fuck it's not just 
<laughs> you know, it's not just a pizza yeah. all the time. You know, it's like, oh yeah, this is like mm-hmm. a friend. So you are you're a very valuable part of her life too. And mm-hmm. also that person is jealous of someone else for reasons you don't yeah. even know about. Yes. Like it, it yes. yeah. th- th- there is never going to be there's never going to be a way to completely get rid of jealousy in mm-hmm. your life and it is just like a part of the human condition. So like know that maybe when it comes to you and her the inequality goes one way but when it comes to her and someone else then it mm-hmm. goes the other way. A million yeah. percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like one of the best like catch all like ways to deal with jealousy is just like staying busy honestly. Like, don't give mm-hmm. yourself, like, the free time to even let your eye wander to, like, what you don't have. Like, mm-hmm. you won't have that if you're, like, kind of focused on your own. Totally. Yeah. Lane, yeah. I know that sounds trite oh. or whatever, but. It's real, It's real though. You know, yeah. I mean, there. it's funny. There's, like, a there's like a big comedy festival called uh, Just for Laughs in, in the comedy world. That is, <laughs> there, it's, it's. Getting getting it is a big deal, you know, to varying degrees now, but it's always been like a big thing. It's been a, a big jewel in the crown of a lot of comedians to get. Uh, and I always try to make sure I have road dates around when that stuff gets announced because then I'll just be like, oh, I just had like a killer show last night. And like, I don't care <laughs> that I don't, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm doing what I want to do. And I think it's just, yeah, it's just really important to like focus on what you, yeah, your own things and the things that you're doing, not get caught in the comparison. Yeah. And really, we should all just be jealous of Selma Hayek only. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Great call. If your friend is Selma Hayek, then yes, be jealous. Then you should be jealous because (laughs) we're jealous of you also. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I saw her literally this week. You did oh in God. person. What did yeah. her skin it's, it's look such like? Such a funny coincidence. That you met. Yeah, yeah. I, and oh I, by God. the way, I'm not like, I'm, I don't just randomly see celebrities all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, Where did you, you getting brunch with Selma? Yeah. yeah, she actually is a huge bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I saw her at a. Yeah, I just I I happened to see her out, and um, she looked a, as beautiful as you might expect. I'd imagine she was wearing Incredible. a sort of. Uh, stunning uh skirt suit that i'm sure is very very expensive and custom what i cannot pull off whatever this is (laughs) i love her she's such a badass it's amazing (laughs) uh okay let's do one more Okay. okay this one was written in hi ladies i'm getting married in september and my future husband just had his bachelor party in montreal it was him and six other guys his brothers and friends here's my problem Gone for four days, not one picture, no texts or calls, zero Instagram posts or stories from anyone. (laughs) Literally, it's as if they fell off the face of the earth. Since he's been home, he hasn't told me one detail about his trip. It's really weird. And if they went to a strip club, who cares? I certainly don't. I want details. I guess I'm just wondering why this trip is being held so close to the vest by not only him, but everyone who attended. My best friend's boyfriend was on the trip and she said the same thing. No details at all. Did they take a blood oath a blood oath or some shit? I hate being whiny, but this is weird, right? Or am I just over worrying about nothing? Or am I just worrying over nothing? Yes, this is weird. <laughs> I yeah. mean, there's a whole genre say, we were, of movies. We were talking about straight culture before. This is really the explanation <laughs> of straight peak, culture. Peak, like, peak, peak straight culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's literally a woman being a woman being like, "Am I crazy?" And then the the t- the topic at hand is like, it, objectively, it's like the man's fault or whatever. Yes. <laughs> 
I will say men I've I've seen aren't the greatest, I think, at like documenting stuff. I'm not expecting yeah. a bunch of Instagram stories yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. from yes. an event like this. So it's not mm-hmm. that alone isn't weird, but the no. Nothing. That's not telling not you, like, saying basic you anything. Details. Not texting you during it. I feel like that's weird. I would at least say yeah. like, "Hey, I love you" or something. The not texting the and then not giving any account of the trip are the two things that are weird. <sighs> yeah, huge red flags. And you know what scares me is like it's almost like if they had if this was like they were just worried about the strip club or whatever. I feel like then it would be like you talk about the steak dinner. Yeah, you yeah, know, like something. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, it freaks me out. I'm like, did you guys murder someone? Like, no one can have a trace of what they did over the weekend? There is a whole subgenre of dark comedy that is about this specific <laughs> thing. It's a, it's a trope. Yeah. Uh, not that... Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think that happened. Uh, but yeah. It's weird. I, yeah, I, don't, I wish I could make her feel better, but it's weird, right? Well, I gotta and say, it, I, I would literally ask questions. I'm like, interrogate him. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm like, what is the vibe behind? Like, I'm. I get it that she's trying to not, you know, like needle him or something, but he's totally. leaning on that. Like, I would say, like, yeah. look, like it's a, it is a little weird that you're not saying anything to me. I'm, I love you. Like, you can tell mm-hmm. me whatever, but yeah. like, I need some info or else I'm gonna, th- my thoughts are gonna run, you know, yeah. wild right. if you don't tell me. Yeah, some yeah. Also, like, as someone who's gotten married and had like your thoughts kind of do bachelor parties actually kind of suck yeah they're they're pretty awful (laughs) like it's actually like a really shitty thing and like it's like two weeks before you're getting married to this person you're like okay go have fun and then you just sit there i went with babs and our other friend and we took molly and went to a gay club just because i was like i can't yeah (laughs) but not for my bachelorette party while he was at his bachelorette he was at his yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but you guys did murder someone right uh yeah 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 yeah. but like that random woman on the sidewalk (laughs) oh i forgot you did that that was so funny (laughs) there was just a woman who like walked up to our table who was on the sidewalk (laughs) there you go uh Great times. Um, um, but you do like even I'm saying like even in his regular quote unquote normal bachelor situation, there is kind of like a you're pissed off at them, even though it's their party. Like it is kind of bold. like it's a shitty thing. So weird. Yeah. You go through right before you get married. Um, and so then this radio silence is just going to exacerbate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, and the best friends not saying anything like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. yeah. My, my only thing that would maybe make her feel a little better is like. It doesn't necessarily mean your fiance did something. Like it, they yeah. might yeah. be. It might be that like somebody they fucked up something. Got drunk. Like they just did something stupid or something. Like yes, he, I would. True. My mind wouldn't go to like, oh, he cheated on you. Like no. the, yeah, you, know, yeah. you no, don't no, have no, to no, go no. that route. No. And I also think like oftentimes men have this thing where they think doing nothing is the best course of action, mm-hmm. and then that actually like heightens suspicions more or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I feel like maybe you need to say to your fiance like exactly what you said in this email. Like, did you guys go to strip club? I don't care. I want a funny. Like, maybe you need to put that out there for him. Like, he actually like doesn't need to worry because that may be what's prompting this. Unless he needs to worry. (laughs) Well, I think (laughs) it's just so it's such a funny like straight guy thing to do to be like. Okay, it won't be suspicious if we literally say nothing about <laughs> nothing yeah. happened. It was just a blank space yeah. of time. Like that's so suspicious. What the fuck are you doing? Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's like where did you go? What did you did you Yeah, where did you get a steak? I know you got a steak somewhere. Where <laughs> was right. it good? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like not <laughs> 
Or like four yeah. days, four days. That's a long four time days? too. It's not a fucking weekend in Vegas. Four days is long. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that te- we were sort of gla- glazing over the not texting thing. Like that is also that's not weird. good um, etiquette. Yeah. Like if you should text your partner when you are away to be like landed safely, like going out yeah. with the boys. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And like maybe they were somewhere without a lot of cell service or something, which would make a little bit more sense. But it's still maybe there still should have been some some yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. communication. You, you check in a couple times. You find a Starbucks with some Wi-Fi. A drunk text is a fun, hey, I'm drunk with my friends. I love you. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, I guess just like it's four friends getting fucked up. You don't have one little funny anecdote. Nobody right. said something funny. Nobody ate too much weed gummy. <laughs> I mean, maybe they got it. Maybe the guys got into a big fight. Like honestly, uh, that yeah, that yeah, might be it. it could be like it was not a good time or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just trying to think of like yeah, yeah, you know. It, but again, see, this is what are, like yeah. yeah, like this yeah. is what the brain is gonna just like mm-hmm. make up stories if you don't tell what the fuck happened. Here's the deal. Full stop. You deserve answers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Period. <laughs> we deserve answers. <laughs> yeah. We want to fucking know. Yeah. Yeah, so bring I think it, we bring him on the podcast. We need to know exactly <laughs> everything that happened from A to Z this weekend. Mm-hmm. For real. <laughs> um, yeah, you deserve to know. Ask him and then email us, please. Uh, well, also, like, I just have one more question. Like, I shouldn't say, but like, have you gone on your bachelorette party yet? Right. Yeah. Well, if she had, I mean, obviously, whatever she does is not going to be. Well, no, but like, when you come back, aren't you going to tell him about it? Of course. Won't yeah. that maybe be a good time to be like, and what happened to yours? Yeah. Oh, they went to Montreal too. So it's not like yeah. they were even like out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. They did. Maybe they went, maybe they all got new faces at JFL. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Oh. They didn't want her oh. to be jealous. So. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what happened. <laughs> all right. That explains. Okay. It. Okay. You're fine. You're fine. That's fake. <laughs> yeah. If they see a guy in a bucket hat, run. Um. <laughs> 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 wow wow what a mystery yeah. yeah bug him about it you deserve to know what yeah the fuck. and yeah. write back to us because we want to know we want to know too yeah i want to know what the <laughs> fuck happened seriously <laughs> george um, george have you i want to know if you've ever wrote before you leave have you ever done bachelor parties on your show um so we've certainly talked about them a lot i'm trying to remember if we actually ever did an episode dedicated to them you know it's funny some of the most obvious topics we we end up not doing because each guest comes and wants to be original so it's so rare that someone comes and is like the world series you know right and and so (laughs) it is funny that we haven't done some of the most obvious things but um but it is obviously a such a staple of straight culture yeah oh you know what we did um, an episode on specifically penis straws, which I feel like is very <laughs> like that is very that's like, very bachelorette. bachelorette party. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah, you distilled yeah. it. Yeah, into yeah. one object. Yeah, oh, funny. penis straw industry. It's a whole thing. There's board meetings about debating lo- the different designs. And now there's like the there's like the um signs that said like same dick forever. That's oh, one God. that I say that you're just oh, like, God. I mean, the current, like the sort of like Pinterest, Etsy, Instagramification of Bachelorette yeah. uh, party culture has made it even more dark than it was before. Yeah. <laughs> it's very dark. <laughs> because it, it used to be kind of fun. You would just wake up with a pink dick on your forehead. That's fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. I highly recommend, actually, my friend Allie wrote this big reported 
piece in the Times about Nashville as a bachelorette party oh, yeah. capital. Mm-hmm. So, oh I, which I didn't even know. I guess everyone, mm-hmm. I, whenever I tell people that people do know, but Nashville is the bachelorette party capital of the country. And so she went there and like followed all these bachelorette parties. And, and there were all, it's like an entire industry. There are all these venues that basically only exist for the purpose of bachelorette Whoa, interesting parties. i did not know that it's that like shocking. yeah yeah and it's and it's just like a, a series of white women that all have like sashes that say bachelorette that are all like my day my day my day you know? <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> well our version of that is going to magic mike live in vegas which you've yes. been to many times at this point <laughs> it's where yeah. we're supposed to be um george <laughs> This has been so much fun. This has been truly uh, what a wonderful way to spend an afternoon. It was so wonderful to do to do the pod. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Let everyone know where they can listen to Stradio Lab, where they can find you online, all that fun yes. stuff. I'm I'm at George Tavares on every platform. Stradio Lab is exactly how it sounds, and you can look it up and listen to it whenever. Um, we have an episode today with Sydney Washington. Her topic was dating shows, which I think is a, a very good topic. amazing. Yeah, yeah, very straight. Um, yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you, George. Awesome. All right, everybody. We'll, we'll talk you next week. Bye. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. So I was just recently or listening to a recent episode, and you're talking about things in TV that annoy you the most, and I hate it when no one says goodbye when they hang up the phone. So you'll be talking to your mom, and then all of a sudden you just hang up on her and don't say goodbye. And also, in the same episode, uh, Brandy was talking about getting a bee in her mouth while running, and that's why she doesn't run. And I had a boyfriend in high school who got a bee in his mouth, and it stung his throat. And he didn't tell me about it until the next day when I saw he had a hospital band on because he didn't want to interrupt me while I was having a sleepover with a girlfriend. I should have known that that relationship was not going to last much longer than that. Anyway, goodbye. Hi, ladies. Um, I was just calling because this week I found out I have herpes. And I was thinking, you know, instead of being sad about this, I should find myself a gift to celebrate such a momentous milestone in my life. Um, I'm wondering, what should I buy for myself? Um, Thanks. Bye. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.